Welcome to Radio Rehab, Entertainment Edition. If you're listening through kfog.com, welcome. Be sure and check us out on our podcast feed and our website so you can catch up on all of our past episodes. It's Radio Rehab with Dana Keys, and it's at radio.rehab. Welcome to Radio Rehab. Here's your host, Dana Keys. Welcome to Radio Rehab and welcome to 2019. I'm your host, Dana, and I'm still sober. I hope you are too. Unless you're normal and don't need to be, then hey, drink up, buddy. I'm here in studio with producer Shar. Happy New Year. And we're back. And so because Bohemian Rhapsody is winning all these rewards, and by rewards, of course, I mean awards. Um, we've decided to revisit Bohemian Rhapsody. We went to the red carpet. We saw the movie. I saw it twice. I loved it. And um, I got to interview Rami Malek, who plays Freddie Mercury and who just won the Golden Globe for Best Actor. And Gwilym Lee, who played Brian May. And Joseph Mazzello, who played John Deacon. And we got to do that on the red carpet at the screening at the Castro Theater, which was such a great that a, place. That was a fun night. We actually didn't... We I guess we never really... Got to recap how fun that was that night. I know. Like, I'm like, didn't we talk about this? But no, we didn't. Yeah, we took a we took a bunch of pictures. We did you know, the we, socials. We did all yeah. the socials. We did all that stuff. We had you know, like we had the video and all that stuff. But we never really did like a recap of how much how crazy it was. It was also there was a little bit of time before the movie actually came out when we. Uh, oh, that's right. The movie didn't. Oh, the movie wasn't actually released for like another month. I think. Yeah, right? something like yeah. that. So. Because this was in October. Rami Malek, he just, you know, won the Golden Globe. Yeah. And um, it won Best Drama at the Golden Globes as well. And what better way to kick off the new year with us talking to winners? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Because this is the third time, I mean, not to toot our own horn. First, it was... um, the guy who directed Amy, the Amy Winehouse story. I hate that I can't think of his name right now. Asif. Asif Kapadia. Right. And, right. And then it was Barry Jenkins. Jenkins, who directed Moonlight. Moonlight. And then they won. And then I interviewed Rami Malik and he won. You're, I'm not saying I'm a lucky person. You were almost four for four with, uh, what's your name last year with? Um, Greta? Yeah. Yes, I know. Damn it. I was so close. But yeah, so I'm three, th- I'm three for three. And yeah, this, it, this was a great movie. Here's the thing. I know a lot of music snobs. And as much as I know about music and have grown up in the music business, one thing I'm not is a music snob. I'll listen to anything. Like if it's got a good beat, if it's a good song, I'll listen to it. If it's crap, oh, I'll hate it. But here, I didn't go into the movie looking for historical accuracies and, and like, oh, this better be right. Hey, that song did not really come out in nine years. I didn't go thinking like that and I know people who did go with that attitude to see Bohemian Rhapsody and they didn't like the movie but people who went with an open mind and an open heart and just wanted to like explore the life of Freddie Mercury and what a great entertainer he was walked away super happy oh no it was and I think that's more that's the average person right yeah (laughs) well I hope so yeah I think the average person was looking for you know discovery on you know somebody that was you know an icon <laughs> and getting to relive that if you weren't there during the time exactly you know? and uh oh which he's he's dating his co-star by the way lucy now. boynton yeah and then- <laughs> thank god i have my phone open because i never would have known her name i was like is that emma roberts <laughs> oh my goodness that's so a fake bad. accent i know i'm terrible but yeah no it was 
I, it was a great movie. Rami Malek was a great interview. He was so incredibly present with me and kind. And when he was moving down the red carpet, it was his time to talk to me. And his handlers were like, no, wait, you have to go do this other thing really quick. He turned around and held my hand and went, I promise you, I'll be back. And I was like, oh, wow. And then when he came back, he's like, we meet again. <laughs> like, he was adorable. He was really a great person to interview and really sweet. And I love how much he researched the part of Freddie Mercury. He really did his homework. And he really took this seriously, playing somebody who we love so much, who's yeah. such an icon. Willem Lee, who played Brian May, who was also very sweet and Welsh. And Joseph Mazzello, who played John Deacon, who was also fabulous to talk to. I love these guys. Yeah, they were just they were just all so sweet and it was fun and it was a buzz. It's always fun when there's such a buzz, yeah. When you know I couldn't sleep that night. Yeah. I, I, but considering we like, I was trying to get you to do uh uh kind of uh tosses and recaps of the video with our with our Oh yeah, and I was so like ah! And I'm freaking out. You, you, they're gonna make outtakes. They're gonna yeah. make good outtakes. They'll definitely make good outtakes. Most of what I do in real life would make good outtakes. <laughs> that is, uh, that is true. So, um, yeah, check our social media. We've got a bunch of good pictures uh, that we'll repost. It's basically, yes, this is Bohemian Rhapsody revisited. It's an entertainment episode to start off 2019. Absolutely, enjoy. Tommy, you were amazing. So I, I saw the movie thinking, no, I don't, because I watched Mr. Robot. I've seen you in other things. I was like, I don't look at that guy and think Freddie Mercury. I watched the movie and, oh my God, like I was almost in tears. You really became Freddie Mercury. It was amazing. Can you tell me the physic? like how did you work on the physicality? Because I mean, even the little body movements you were doing, how did you do that? The thing about Freddie was he was never choreographed. I mean, you look at performances these days and, you know, it's all it's, it's all planned out. Well, there was nothing planned with him. Every night, no one knew what he was going to do. And so... Uh, you, you couldn't have someone teach you a sort of five, six, seven, eight rhythm. I, I, I had to, uh, I had to figure out how to be as spontaneous as he was. So that, that started an evolution from starting to walk like him, starting to articulate my hand movements like him, how to hold a cigarette like him, then eventually how to do it all on stage. And uh, I worked with a movement choreographer. Okay, I was going to ask if you studied dance or if you did any kind of dance with it because you're just, your body was so, like, in character. Well, you want to know what's crazy is uh, the Royal Ballet in London, they asked Freddie to do a show with them because... He said he wasn't a good dancer. Exactly. Yeah, and so uh, I'm going to come out of this movie and people are going to think I can really move. But yeah. yeah. I, guess you, I guess you have to see me on the dance floor one day to tell if that's true. <laughs> Another thing I noticed is like I've, I've listened to like a bunch of old interviews and watched Freddie Mercury interviews because I love him. And I mean, even the little nuances, there's this little crickly thing he does with his throat when he's talking. It's so not like when he's singing and you even have that down. Did you just study Freddie Mercury? How did you get all of the nuances down? You know, yeah, I, it's like. I fell in love with him because, you know, I watch him as uh, an artist and, of course, everyone everyone appreciates what he's done. He's, he's a, a deity. He's the closest thing to anything godlike. And uh, that's on stage. And then I got to watch him in, in quiet interviews, in, in radio interviews. I watched every archival footage that exists on the Internet, read everything I could. And I said, look, I'm never trying to impersonate him or mimic him. 
but if something finds its way into my body or my voice, I'll hang on to it. I ne never needed to be spot on exactly for me. I just wanted to, to capture him and, you know, his soul, his essence, and, you know, shed some light into, onto uh, a particular part of his personal life that no one really knows about. And you did. You did it beautifully. The whole, um, the whole Live Aid thing. It was like you gave us, we, we got to see Live Aid again. We, I mean, everybody in the audience was freaking out. It was great. Yeah, we freaked out when we saw it for the first time. It's, it's another level of sheer adrenaline. You get that as an actor when you're in front of a camera, but to get it while you're uh, reliving one of the greatest rock concerts of all time, y your heart's almost exploding out of your chest. I'm here with Joseph Mazzello, who plays John Deacon. One thing I was reading about when I was reading about this movie, and I've seen the movie, and it's brilliant, by the way, is the detail they went into, like Roger Taylor's socks and what kind of socks he was wearing, and that they went into that much detail when they were doing the costumes and everything. Were you a part of that? A part of it, I mean, I was the uh, beneficiary of it, I would say. Um, you know, it was amazing to have such a talented team in wardrobe, in hair, in makeup. I had six wigs. They all had names. I had a perm. They gave me a perm because... It was beautiful. Hair. Oh, that's so sweet of you. <laughs> I know you're lying, but I really... That's such a nice lie. I really appreciate it. But you were so great in the movie. I just Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you very much. No, we had an amazing team around us, and it helped yeah. us. It really helped us get into character and do the best job we could. It was great. And... and Clearly, you're a musician in real life. Well, Please don't I, say that. No, I am. Yeah, I mean, I okay. I, I am now. Okay. You know, I mean, I played I played a little bit of guitar before we started, um, and then they brought us in about six weeks early, and I was doing bass lessons with the best studio bassists in London, like five days a week for six weeks in a row, and then playing throughout the entire course of the movie, doing more lessons, learning more songs until by the end of it, you know. We were playing live, you know, we were just, another one bites the dust, that's just me plugging in and playing it, you know, and so it was really cool to like, start by going to playback, or playing the songs, and then getting to the point where it's actually us, you really hear us play the songs, it was really, really cool, yeah. It was really amazing, and I saw the movie, I think it's fantastic, I think you guys are so good in it, just so believable, and thank you. I'm speaking with Gwillem Lee, who plays Brian May in Bohemian Rhapsody. Hello. Hi. How are you? Uh, good, how are uh, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Dana from K-Fog and Radio Rehab. This. Um, first of all, I just want to say, when I'm watching the movie, I'm like, that is Brian May. How they know? They're doing some weird go-back-in-time thing. Yeah. And I'm looking at you, you look literally nothing like him. Yeah. What, how, did you, how did you do that? How did they consider you for the part? Because I don't look at you and go, oh, Brian May. But in the movie, you literally looked identical to him. I, I had no idea that I looked anything like him. Because I think when you see Brian May, you see the hair before anything else, right? You see this mane of black curls. Yes. And, uh, and until I had the wig on, I didn't see the resemblance myself. As soon as the wig goes on, it's something about framing your face like that. Um, changes everything but also it's it's a matter of like you know um, trying to sell it with gesture and with with voice and, and mannerisms and all that kind of thing so yeah could you were you musical before this movie or did you learn to play an instrument during the movie I was musical I played the piano and I played guitar but you know basic campfire rhythm guitar you know simple stuff um, but I really we all had to graft and work really hard at our instruments because we're trying to emulate masters here, you know, and uh, and not only are we trying to emulate them, but we've got to look effortless in doing so. Uh, and Brian May has such a unique idiosyncratic style. Um, he plays with a sixpence, for instance, an old British coin. Um, he has a guitar that he made himself when he was a teenager with his father called the Red Special. So that in itself just makes him completely unique. 
let alone his incredible virtuosic kind of abilities. So, did you work a lot with him, getting his mannerisms down, or, or anything? Uh, yeah, I think it'd be a bit weird if I just start, started copying him. But um, I must admit, there were times when, like, I'd be stood chatting with him and just find myself just kind of mirroring him, and then I'd have to go, oh, "Sorry, sorry, sorry, sorry." It just kind of like became so much part of my being for for the time of doing this film. Yeah. What about the singing? Was was it? Were you more watching uh, like recordings of him and learning to sing, or did you did you sing at all? So, well, what you might not know, I'm Welsh. That's where my name comes from, and w the Welsh are born singers. So, um, I, you know, I'm like this hot. much Welsh, and but I'm tone deaf, so I obviously I, I didn't get that part of the Welsh. You can. There's a bit of class it's be a oh. you're a bit of Welsh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. All right, nice okay. to meet you. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. As of today, Bohemian Rhapsody was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Motion Picture, and Rami Malek was nominated for the Academy Award for Best Actor. We're working on uh, getting some new uh, guests in studio. We've got a fine list. We've got a great list of possibilities and people who are going to come on. If you know somebody who you think should come on, it's Radio Rehab at GoToProductions.com. That's G-O-T-O Productions.com. You can call or text 415-496-9511 even when we're not in studio. And it's at Radio Rehab Dana and all the places. Thank you so much for listening. Keep coming back.